Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to The Truth. I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, back with another episode here on The Truth. And today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be doing our Week 14 NFL Pick'em. If you guys are not able to tell, I'm still currently sick. I'm actually recording this podcast right after my Thursday night special, and that's typically what I end up doing. One of the reasons why um, is because it just fits better with my schedule and being able to kind of get through that and, and, and deal with that. And that's something, too, that I think it's a good kind of fit and just kind of a better time to do it now compared to earlier. But I'm going to get through it. If you hear me cough, choke, sneeze, whatever in the background, just know I'm not dying. I'm just sick. And uh, I guess that's part of it, right? But anyways, you guys, I'm going to power through, um, get through this show here. It is the Week 14 NFL Pick'em. Before we can pick the games for Week 14 in the NFL, we got to recap Week 13 and see how I did. So I finished 8-14. and 14. Um, let's go ahead and see individually how I did. I got the Vikings right at home against the Jets, got the Falcons wrong at home against the Steelers, got the Bears wrong at home against the Packers, got the Lions right at home against the Jaguars, got the Commanders tied um, against the Giants, got the Titans wrong at Philadelphia, got the Ravens right at home against the Broncos, got the Texans wrong at home against the Browns, Rams wrong at home against the Seahawks, Dolphins wrong at the 49ers, Bengals right, home versus the Chiefs, Raiders right, home versus the Chargers. The Cowboys right, home versus the Colts. And the Buccaneers right, home versus the Saints. Let's go ahead and preview week 14, starting with Minnesota traveling to Detroit. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Vikings in this one. The Vikings are 10-2. and two, The Lions are 5-7. and seven. The Lions, though, secretly are on the come-up. They're 4-1 and one in their last five games, and they're 5-7 and seven right now, not necessarily out of playoff contention. Kind of a similar boat. I feel like the Rams, the Raiders and the Lions are in the same feat in the fact that both teams have just not been playing that well um, in, in some <coughs> excuse me, aspect, but they're good enough to really have success. I'm going to go with my Vikings in this game. I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson, really Kirk Cousins, who's kind of been struggling as of late, will really get going. I think the running game will get going, but you never know how this game is going to go. One of the main reasons why is last year when the Vikings came to Detroit, they actually gave Detroit their first win of the season. And if there's a game that the Vikings are going to lose coming up, this is going to be the one they're going to lose. But I think the Vikings as a whole, um, just how better, how much better they are as a, of a team, I'm going to go ahead and give them the win. But it really wouldn't surprise me if Jared Goff and that Lions team is able to win the game. I think they will win the game if they're able to limit the uh, Vikings offense in general because the Vikings defense is not very good. The Jets travel to Buffalo to take on the Bills. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Jets winning this game. The Jets are 7-5. The Bills are 9-3. Jets with a hard loss last week to Minnesota. They ended up coming back in that one and had just missed out. The Bills, they had a win last week on the road against the Patriots. The Bills are on a three-game winning streak. They are currently hot. I'm going to go with the Jets um, on the quote-unquote upset. They're 9.5-point dogs, and the Jets have been playing better overall with Mike White at the quarterback position. You know, Mike White's a very good quarterback. He, more than anything, has really helped that Jets offense kind of have more camaraderie and be more together. And that was something that they were lacking under Zach Wilson. And moving forward, that's going to be huge for the team and really huge to find their identity and find, I guess you could say, their purpose. And that's going to be something that they carry into Buffalo with a little bit more of swagger on them. Their defense has also been playing fine as well. And the Jets are 7-5, and five, and they're honestly pretty good this season. I think a lot of people are underlooking them. On the flip side, the Bills, they've lost some questionable games, but overall, they're still a really good team. They've played really well. And, you know, Josh Allen's played phenomenally. The Bills' offense has played good. He's still kind of recovering from an elbow injury. I'm expecting it to be better, though, and not really being too much of a factor. 
Um, but still, not liking the the Bills wide receivers really. Stephon Diggs or Gabe Davis. Um, you know, against Sauce Gardner, uh, Hill. You know, those cornerbacks there. Not Hill. Guy I can't think of Reed. I think his name's Reed. Um, can't can't think of it off the top of my head. Jets got good cornerbacks. They're going to match up really well with the Bills, and I think the Jets are actually going to win this game by one or two, and potentially on a game-winning field goal. The Browns travel to Cincinnati to take on the Bengals. I'm going to go with the Browns winning this game. The Browns looked all right last week. You know, not great. Deshaun Watson definitely did not look good in his first. Well, he looked fine. They won. That's the important thing. He didn't look great in his first game back, but that's expected. He hasn't played in like two years, so give him a break, people. On top of that, he's still got to deal with um, all <laughs> the mis- <coughs> massage jokes that I saw, the memes and all that stuff. And that's something that um, you know is probably not wearing on him, but just getting back into the swing of things, basically being made a mockery for what he did. And um, that's just that's really hard to do, whether you're a good quarterback or a good player or not. So, you know, he handled it well. They had a, a win. That's all that matters. And going into Cincinnati this week where the Bengals did get Jamar Chase back, they had a big win last week against the Chiefs. They're on a four-game win streak. I think it's time that the Browns kind of start making a run. Um, they had their quarterback that they've been hoping to have uh, since the beginning of training camp or really when his 11-game suspension took place. I think the Browns' offense is going to do enough to outpower the Bengals' defense, and this game can potentially go for a shootout. Uh, the over-under is 47 right now. I'm definitely going to go the over in this one. It wouldn't surprise me if both teams end up with a you know, 34-33, whatever, but I think Deshaun Watson, I guess it's a hot take, but he'll rush for a touchdown and pass for a touchdown in this game and have over 300 yards. Deshaun Watson will help the Browns win this game on a you know division rival, a uh, big rival in the state of Ohio uh, in Cincinnati. The Texans travel to take on the Cowboys. This is a really interesting matchup. The Cowboys are 16-point favorites right now. The Texans are 1-10-1. The Cowboys are 9-3. Texans on a seven-game losing streak. They haven't looked good. The Cowboys have looked really good. They're on a three-game win streak. They just beat the living daylights out of Indianapolis. And I'm expecting this one to be a little bit more of the same thing. The Cowboys have been playing really well, and one of the things with the Cowboys, I guess, was my concern was their offense, and not necessarily how good their offense was, but how their offense was going to play against some of the other teams that they'll face. And overall, their offense has been playing really good, and their offense was something that had lacked. And if the Cowboys are able to control that and play good defense against the Texans' offense that has really been shaky, dealing with a couple of quarterbacks and you know Davis Mills and Kyle Allen, they're going to have a really big chance to really cover that spread at 16 and, um, and really have a good, good week this week against the Texans. The Jaguars travel to Tennessee to take on the Titans. I'm going to go with the Titans winning this game. The Titans are four-point favorites in this one. They are on a little bit of a cold streak. They have lost two games, their last two games. Uh, they got pretty much crushed against the Eagles, 35-10. to 10. And The Titans have looked a bit spotty, I'm not going to lie. One of the main reasons why is Derrick Henry has not been as effective as he had previously been when you know Tennessee was on that seven, seven out of eight games they had won or whatever the uh, stat was like that. And overall... That's their biggest thing, is running through Derrick Henry and having success through him compared to having success through their quarterback like some of the other teams they face do. And that's something that the Titans need to take consideration of when they go into the playoff picture and say, hey, Derrick Henry isn't playing as well as we need him to. Maybe we need to get Tannehill more involved or Westbrook or whoever they're throwing the ball to. (coughs) That's something to take into consideration too. On the flip side for the Jaguars, they're four and five. They're on a one-game losing streak. They got crushed by the Lions. They've looked really weird. I thought for some reason at the beginning of the year they had a chance to be good. Then they looked horrible. Then they looked good again. Then they looked bad again. They're four and five, <laughs> or four and eight, not four and five. Good lord, four and eight. 
Um, they're pretty good for a four and eight team, I'd say. Um, and kind of, you know, they're better than the Rams technically, uh, which I talked about in my Thursday night show. But overall, the Jaguars aren't really competing for anything. They're just now trying to crush the Titans' dreams of um, winning the division as well. Well, winning the division doesn't seem to be out of uh, seems to be, you know, set in stone. It's getting a good playoff seed and uh, working through the playoffs. There, the Jaguars are continuing to build around Trevor Lawrence for the years to come. So the Titans should win this game pretty easily. Giants taking on the Eagles at home. I'm going to go with the Giants. The Giants are sitting with a 7-4-1 record thanks to a tie last week against the Commanders, and the Eagles are sitting with an 11-1 record. Both teams are very interesting. The Eagles, I don't know, man. I keep praying on the Eagles' downfall for multiple reasons, probably because I'm a Vikings fan, and I would love the Eagles just to get like the two seeds so the Vikings don't get it, but I'm just kidding about that. More than that, the Eagles remind me a lot of the Steelers when they started the year 11-0 and then just faltered. I don't know. Uh, they've won their games. They've won pretty mightily in some, but there's been some question marks where they definitely have concerned me, and that can be applied for all teams. It's just, I don't know. The, the Eagles are playing really well. I'm not trying to discredit them. The Giants, they've been struggling a bit as of late. They're 1-3-1 and in their last five games, which they started off 7-2, and so technically they haven't won a game since then. But going into this week, this is a chance for them to really prove themselves once again and really have a good win here because they face the Commanders again, they also, I believe, end the year against the Cowboys so or the Eagles, one of the two. They have a lot of divisional games coming up. And like I mentioned, this is where you're going to really learn about the, a lot about this Giants team. And right now they haven't looked too great. And maybe that's something that they just aren't what they were supposed to be. Maybe it was kind of a fluky run. But they have the chance to really prove themselves this week against the Eagles. Like I said, before they take on the Commanders again, um, you know, they have that one other divisional game, uh, which is going to be huge for them. But more than that, it's just for playoff picture and moving forward with that. It's going to be a big week this week to kind of disrupt the uh, Eagles' dreams of being a one seed and more than that, you know, maybe helping the Eagles or the Cowboys win the division and, and really establish that moving forward. Next matchup, we got the Ravens traveling to Pittsburgh. I'm going to go with the Ravens winning this game. The Ravens did lose Lamar Jackson, I believe, for one to three weeks with, I think it was a PCL strain or whatever, PCL, MCL, a lot of CLs in the, uh, the knee. But Lamar Jackson most likely will not be playing in this game, and that assumes the role of Huntley, Tyler Huntley, who has been the quarterback for the Ravens when Lamar's been hurt for a period of time. The Ravens last week, you know, against the Broncos, or the, uh, not the Broncos, wait, yeah, it was the Broncos. They did win 10-9, to um, really a nail-biter. <laughs> that also helps that the Broncos team sucks. But, um, you know, with Lamar Jackson being injured, you take your wins where you get them. And I think their offense is going to change a lot with Lamar being out. But this is the time for Lamar to be out. Um, you know, going to steal the Steelers, who aren't that bad. But you got the Browns, Falcons coming up, where Lamar could miss those games as well. And you'd rather face those teams compared to the Chiefs or, you know, the Bengals. So the Ravens got to take advantage somewhat of where they're at right now. Uh, they got to kind of put some things together and piece some things together to have success in the longevity because like I said, as the season goes on, that's where you're really going to learn a lot more about this team and kind of where they've been at and where they're going to be at moving forward. But overall, Steelers got a good front. TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick in the safety position. They've kind of looked better as of late. I'm still liking the Ravens winning this one, even though the Steelers are favored. Next matchup, Dolphins traveling to the Chargers starting the five or four or five games. I'm going to go with the Dolphins. The Dolphins had a really devastating loss last week against the 49ers, who was led by Brock Purdy. Um, so it was a big loss for them that week, you know, against the uh, the 49ers. 
going into this week, they're definitely going to want to... I'm sorry, this game got fucked this Sunday night. I forgot about that. They're going to want to win this game um, for multiple reasons. One, because they're contending for an AFC East crown, and two, just for playoff seeding and maybe crushing the Chargers' dreams. Like I mentioned, the Dolphins, Tua looked really bad yes, last week. Jalen Waddle was in and out with injury. Tyreek Hill was somewhat consistent. The running game was completely not effective, especially in the first half. And on the flip side, for the Chargers, you know, last week, lost to the Raiders 27-20. to They're 2-3 and three in their last three. They're sitting at a 500 record. The Chargers should be better than what they're at. They're 6-6. Six and six. I think a lot of it goes to Brandon Staley um, and the coach there. But overall, this is going to be a good matchup. I'm liking that they flexed it to Sunday night. Um, and, you know, because the Chiefs-Broncos, Broncos don't deserve another primetime game the rest of the season, even though they get like a million of them. So that's going to be interesting. Should be a good matchup, though. I'm going to go with the Dolphins winning this game. Next matchup, we got the Buccaneers traveling to San Francisco to take on the 49ers. I'm going to go... <coughs> with the Buccaneers in this game against the 49ers. The 49ers did pick up a big win last week, like I mentioned with Brock Purdy at the quarterback position. They're on a five-game winning streak, which has been huge for them, winning that big game at home against the Dolphins. Going forward, I'm not sure who their quarterback's going to be. There was some good news for the 49ers and the fact that Jimmy G can potentially be back for the postseason. They did sign Josh Johnson, um, who's been, I feel like, on every team and just been one of those guys that they always turn to um, in times of need whether he starts or Brock Purdy starts Brock Purdy looked actually pretty solid for the 49ers I think with their inconsistencies that's making me pick the Buccaneers but both teams are hot the Buccaneers are playing well they're on a one game winning streak but that was because you know they had that loss um, you know the week before uh, against the Browns but it played well before that and going forward I'm really excited to see where this Buccaneers team is able to go Tom Brady it looked like the beginning start of the year was going to be disappointed with the way that the season turned out, but that hasn't been the case. He's been playing really well. The Buccaneers' offense has been playing well. Their defense has been playing solid. And everything that you've expected to kind of happen between those two teams have been really good for them. 49ers, though, they got C-Mac, which you're expecting a lot more production. George Kittle, their defense is good. So they have a lot of capabilities. I'm really curious to see how this game goes. I'm going to go with the Buccaneers, like I mentioned, but I definitely think it is a toss-up. The Buccaneers are the dogs in this one, so if you're a betting man and you want to find an upset, this is probably going to be the upset for you this week here. The Panthers travel to Seattle to take on the Seattle Seahawks. Panthers, man, they went through a whirlwind. Uh, they had cut Baker Mayfield. They're, right now, I think their quarterback, I don't even know, is it Sam Darnold? Like, Is it Sam Darnold, PJ Walker? Um, they had a bye week last week. They're going into Seattle this week. I'm going to go with the Seahawks winning this game, honestly, pretty easily. Panthers haven't been playing great. They're 4-8. Seahawks are 7-5. They're only 3.5-point dogs, which is definitely interesting. Sam Darnold looks like he's going to retain quarterback status um, and you know until maybe uh, P.J. Walker starts playing better. The Seahawks, on the other side, have been playing really solid. Uh, Geno Smith's been playing really good. He's probably the front-runner for comeback player of the year. And overall, that Seahawks team is definitely very solid. The Seahawks did lose their number one seed in the NFC West. So they do got to find a kind of pick that up, pick up the missing pieces there, and um, have success with that. And moving forward for the Seahawks, you know, after the Panthers, they got the 49ers, Chiefs, Jets, and Rams in the year. So a lot of back and forth, a lot of potential for success and not, especially that big game against the 49ers. So we'll see if the Seahawks are able to win not only this week, but moving forward, their stretch down the line. The Chiefs travel to Denver to take on the Broncos. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Chiefs in this game. Chiefs are definitely the better team. I think that's pretty obvious. 
Broncos have not been playing good whatsoever. The Chiefs have been. Chiefs had a hard loss last week, um, you know, against the Bengals. But the Chiefs are nine and three. The Broncos are three and nine. It is in Denver though, so that may change the area of difficulty. But the Chiefs are just a far better team. Very disappointing. I know Ronnie Prudra, if you're listening, been disappointed for you, Brandon Buchanan. Uh, some of these my friends that are Bronco fans. It's been disappointing nonetheless. But hey, you always got a chance to beat the Chiefs, and um, you know maybe have some progress for next season. But this game shouldn't even be close. I think the Chiefs will pretty handily go into Denver and uh, win that game. And then the Patriots playing at Arizona on Monday Night Football. I'm going to go ahead and go with the Cardinals. The Cardinals did have a bye week last week. Uh, Kyler Murray's back. He's healthy. For the Patriots, they haven't looked great. They're on a two-game losing streak. Same with the Cardinals. The Cardinals' last matchup, they lost 25-24. to And going into this Monday Night matchup, you never know. Uh, the Patriots do play in some good primetime games, and typically they're able to win. I don't expect them to win this week. I think the Cardinals are just the better team. They are 1-4 in their last five, which is very interesting to say. But overall, we know that the Cardinals are a better team. It's just if they're able to kind of put the pieces together and have success that way. Patriots, though, they need to win this game pretty bad um, if they want any chance of the wild card. Well, and their division, too, but that already seems to be out of the question. So, you know, they're going to be playing with a little chip on their shoulder. It's a big out-of-conference game or, yeah, out-of-league conference, whatever you want to call a game. And maybe they're able to win. I just don't see that happening. I think the Cardinals do, uh, do win this matchup. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of The Truth. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Like I mentioned, I am sick. So for you guys sticking around, hearing me uh, struggle to speak, cough, wheeze, choke, spit, whatever you guys heard in this show, uh, I definitely appreciate the support. Uh, you guys have really shown a lot of support recently, which has definitely helped me want to have the motivation to do these, and that's kind of why I'm, I'm doing them right now. But I hope you guys have a great week 14. I hope you guys are excited to watch another slate here in the NFL as the season is starting to wind down. Make sure you follow The Truth <coughs> on Twitter at the Truth as one to stay up to date with the latest information regarding The Truth, including podcast days, podcast uploads, and other important information of value you do not want to miss. Until next time, I'm your host, the one you love the most, Niall Hassan, signing out. Take care and good night. Peace.